one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. CM Punk will defend the WWE Championship inside Hell in the Cell against Ryback. You hear that noise? Do you hear that? No. Oh my God, we're back. They've let us come back for a second one. I cannot believe it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Coldholic Wrestling's The Motion, the show where we highlight some of the more interesting, controversial, debatable even decisions in wrestling history and discuss whether the right decision was made. So if you haven't seen it or if you haven't heard it even, the very first episode last month included myself. Mitch Wadden, hello, lovely to see you all again. Uh, Jack and Andrew, where we debated the pros and cons of WWE's decision to turn John Cena heel. Now, if you haven't checked out episode one, we recommend you do so, but don't do it until after today's episode, episode two, because we have two more fantastic guests lined up and another fantastic topic as well. So without further ado, let's jump straight in. And speaking of my guests today, two more of Cultaholic's finest roped in to get into the dirty details of our chosen topic. First up, a pleasure to introduce, I'd say a man who needs no introduction, but you can't see him. So instead, I will introduce him. It's Matthew. Matthew, hello. Thank you, Mitch. A pleasure working with you for the first time. And nice seeing you for the first time. This is the first time we've ever interacted in any way, isn't it? Yeah. You're more than just a name now. You're more than just a notch <laughs> on the bedpost of Coldaholic. <laughs> Good to see you, Pat. On your personal bed, on the Coldaholic bedpost? Uh, I'll leave it ambiguous. We'll leave that one alone. Matthew, you, you, in the time that we've worked together, but, you know, not spoken, you've struck me as a, an opinionated man. Uh, is that fair to say? Uh, yes, a mouth on legs. I've been described as by many people. So yes, I like having my opinion. I like having it loud, and I like never stop telling people about it, which has led me to this lovely podcast. I feel like you're going to become a, a staple on this show, then, if they let us keep doing it. Uh, and now it's time to introduce our second guest, and it's a man that a few of our uh, audio listeners and, and video watchers may not be particularly familiar with, but he's a hard worker behind the scenes. It's Aiden Gibbons. Aiden, how are you? I'm good, Mitch. Hello. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I'm trying to big you up, mate, because you are a hard worker on coldholic.com. But I suppose the big question is right now, why aren't you over there writing more stuff right now? Well, you actually let me out for the day. So I just thought I'd randomly wander into here, basically. I was trying to skive off, but I like, took a wrong turn. 
Well, you are more than welcome, mate. You're more than welcome. Aidan, what's your most controversial wrestling opinion? See, I've been trying to think about this one. And of a certain age, some people would say, like, I choose Shawn Michaels over Bret Hart. And that would annoy some people. But... <laughs> I can, I can see Matthew's already getting upset and we're not five minutes into the we're into the show. So, Matthew, I'm not going to give you any right of reply on that one because I'm, I'm worried you might hit Aiden and we've not even started yet. Um, so, look, we've touched on the, the very first episode of the motion. We debated the John Cena fabled heel turn, which didn't happen. I, I hoped Jack and Andrew would turn into wild, feral beasts and, and viciously fought their corners. Um they didn't do that. It was much more civilized, very respectful, very polite. I was really upset. I was really angry with them. I'm hoping, Aiden, Matthew, I'm, I'm going to get much more viscera from you two. Don't worry, we'll be black and bloody by the time we're done. I was going to say, soft those lads, aren't they? Oh, I wanted Johnson to be healed. Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. Let's have some crumpets. <laughs> nah, <laughs> none of that here. None of the manly men like Ryback. Back he is the, the topic of the discussion. Ryback, <laughs> the man of the hour. A man on everyone's lips. He's not Leo. Ryback is the topic of today's discussion, debating whether Ryback should have won the WWE Championship from CM Punk at Hell in a Cell 2012. Matthew, today you will be arguing that Ryback should have been WWE Champion. Isn't that correct? Correct, because you would have beaten CM Punk in Hell in a Cell at Hell in a Cell pay-per-view 2012. Aiden, what's your opinion on the matter? To quote Vince McMahon, no chance in hell should Ryback have been <laughs> WWE champion at Hell in a Cell. Hang on, you only said the first bit. You've had it on that second bit, Your Honor. Your Honor. <laughs> keep it calm. Keep there's plenty of time right, for you two to, to to rip each other's throats out. So, on. gentlemen, take a moment to compose yourself. I'm going to be asking you for your opening arguments in just a moment. But first, allow me to provide some context to the story that is Ryback. All right, Ryan Reeves, here's your chance. You know, I call myself Silverback, but right now I'm Ryan Reeves. I've loved wrestling my entire life, and I've never wanted to be anything else but a wrestler. This last month has been the greatest time of my life, and whether I win this competition or lose, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get back in that squared circle, because I know without a shadow of a doubt that I belong here in this business. And one day, I hope to have you fans chanting my name, Silverback, in that ring. Thank you. Impassioned plea by Ryan Reeves for all the uh, WWE fans. So, Ryan Reeves was a part of the WWE Tough Enough competition back in 2004, signed by the company on a developmental deal not long after. My name is Skip Sheffield. Describe Skip Sheffield to you. I'm one crazy corn-fed meathead. That's who I am. I go out to that ring full throttle each and every night. You know, paddle to the metal. That's what I do. Am I the smartest guy in the world? Heck no. Do I have any specialized training? Heck no. You know, do I know Kung Fu, Taekwondo, MMA? Heck no. You know, I'm an entertainer, that's what I do. I put smiles on people's faces, and I know I'm darn good at it. I'm a runner and gunner, a shaker and baker, mover and groover, muscle with hustle. You best believe that. You know, when I go to that ring, my opponents are gonna know. Skip Sheffield's serving up knuckle sandwiches and slices of humble pie all night long, if you know what I mean. To be presented with an opportunity like this, I guess you could say an opportunity of a lifetime. You know, I have wanted to be a WWE superstar since I would say about the age of 12 years old. And it, I'm living out my dream right now. Am I gonna make the most of it? You best believe I'm gonna make the most of it. Now it's time to put the pedal even further through the metal. Gotta go full blast right here. 
Skip Sheffield is going to win WWE NXT. Hands down, no questions asked. Yip, 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 what it do? That's my catchphrase, people at home. Yip, 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 what it do? Catches on like wildfire. Makes you feel good, good for the spirit. Skip Sheffield, he made his main roster debut as part of the Nexus in 2010. But in August of that year, Sheffield suffered a broken ankle and ended up undergoing three surgeries, keeping him away from wrestling for over a year. Fast forward to April 2012, and the man would return to WWE TV as Ryback. He would defeat enhancement talent and slowly knock his way through the roster, beating the likes of Heath Slater, future WWE champion Jinder Mahal, and former world champion Jack Swagger. And, you know, WWE seemed to be getting this right with Ryback. There was a slow build of him continuing up until September. Looked like he was main, uh, heading into some sort of feud with The Miz. But his attention was diverted to CM Punk. CM Punk is going to make Mr. McMahon go to sleep. It is GTS time. Oh my! Big hungry! Right back! CM Punk waiting for the big man! And this crowd erupted! And Ryback is chasing Punk! Punk is running, retreating! Vince McMahon would declare that Punk would have to choose to defend the title at Hell in a Cell either against Ryback or John Cena. Now, behind the scenes, Cena was on the shelf having undergone arm surgery. It was uh, not clear as to whether he would be ready to compete at the October pay-per-view against Punk. And with Cena not cleared, Ryback was chosen as Punk's challenger and faced Punk at Hell in a Cell on October the 28th, 2012.
was here that Ryback's 38-match unbeaten streak came to an end in a quick match that went just over 11 minutes. Referee Brad Maddox hit Ryback with a low blow, counted a quick three to give the win to Ryback. Ryback would get a measure of revenge after the match, but his streak and the aura was gone. Matthew, please, sir, can we have your opening argument? Of course, of course. I love that you're doing a little summary of his career there. It should be said that Ryback getting it, sorry, Skip Sheffield getting injured uh, just before the all of Nexus were <laughs> led outside and given the blindfold and the cigarette and machine gunned by John Cena and the crew. Tell about one of the luckiest injuries in wrestling history, which might make for a good video one day from Coleholic. I don't know. So when he reemerged from the wreckage, unscathed with a new gimmick, it felt like a new character. And it's very rare to get momentum in the in the 2010s, I want to say. For a character that started from the bottom and now we're here. And with Ryback, it was simple. He's a big guy. And you list them all off. This was like the blob that ate everyone. Did he eat Jinder Mahal? He beat everyone. He beat Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler? He beat everyone. Did he give sophisticated promos? No, he was too busy beating people. All this momentum, all this power, all this beautiful jobber squashes, which were brought back during this period, thanks to Ryback, good old jobber squashes, like my mom used to make, were brought up, and Ryback was just beating people. That was it. So Ryback was not on the pre uh, previous pay-per-view to this, Night of Champions, when Cena versus Punk went to double pin, and then... Punk didn't restart, or that made him a heel. It was a bit, bit bad, to be honest with you. He also wasn't at SummerSlam, where Punk had defeated Big Show and John Cena. He was last seen on pay-per-view, defeating Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex at Money of the Bank, somehow overcoming the odds of Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex in a handicap match. It was a meal deal that night. So Ryback had all this momentum, beating people. He had all the fun of being different by beating people. Not going to these 10-minute drawn-out matches where everyone's like, oh, God, I wish I was wrestling for New Japan. Just right back, beating people. So when it came to Cena versus Punk part four, five at that point, I want to say, it was like, okay, well, this is dragged on a bit, to be honest with you. I need to do something different. So what, a, what better, fresher breath of air than Ryback making the save to Vinnie Mac himself from CM Punk just the feed me more kicking in. The crowd explodes. The hard camera visibly shaking from the force of the reaction that Ryback was getting. As Ryback made his way well, it's like, wait, wait, we're literally seeing this dude start from the bottom and go to the top. He's missed out the usual way of going IC champ and tag champ or whatever that has happened with others like Edge or Kobe Kingston or whatever. But what the hell? Some are different. Let's see what happens. Can CM Punk get out of this one? Hell in a Cell, along with the big guy, oh, he's dead. This was the time to strike. This was the time. It, Ryback was never hotter. Ryback was never more over. Ryback was never more ready to win the title and end CM Punk's streak. Thank you, sir, for your opening argument. Aiden, I've watched your uh, reactions while Matthew was speaking, and I've never looked someone look, uh, seen someone look so cross. Um, <laughs> uh, would you like to uh, bring us your opening argument against today's motion, please? So mine won't be as long as Matthew's. I don't believe in waffling on about the, the <laughs> positives of Ryback's career. <laughs> but, of course, what we all know about Ryback is that he was getting big reactions. He was popular with a lot of the audience. But as I hope to argue today, 
he is not as big a draw as we all believe he is. He's nowhere near talented enough to be WWE champion, and from a storyline perspective, it makes no sense for Ryback to be WWE champion. You've had a company who, over the past 18 months, has been building towards The Rock, John Cena 2. Through that, you've got to get Sean, CM Punk, obviously two of the Rock at Royal Rumble 2013. We've had CM Punk actually turn heel during this period, going ahead for this match. Makes no sense from a storyline perspective to then switch the title to Ryback. What sounds like a better match? CM Punk versus The Rock or Ryback versus The Rock? I don't know which one I would rather see. Oh, you agree with me then, Ryback? Oh, yeah, I <laughs> the Rock Ryback versus The Rock. Book it. No chance. No the Rock versus Ryback would have been amazing, though. They were going to agree on that. Oh my god! <laughs> MetLife Stadium, WrestleMania 29. <laughs> to me, it just screams Goldberg Lesnar. Let's do a four-minute carnage match. But oh. Yeah. You're just selling it to us more. I know, but yeah. No, but I meant Ryback. I don't Ryback. I meant Goldberg Lesnar WrestleMania 20. Oh. Oh. That match was not four minutes. It felt at least 40. <laughs> yeah. That was painful. Even as a, a young man, that was painful to watch when everything wrestling was so good. Anyway, we've gone so off topic already. But oh, brilliant. oh, no. We hate that alcoholic. <laughs> I would like nothing more than to go to Hell in a Cell to compete against you for the WWE Championship. And then I look at Ryback, and I wonder, does he even care about the WWE Championship? Because it seems to me like all he cares about is kicking somebody's ass. And the way you run your mouth right now, CM Punk, you need to get your ass whipped. Vince McMahon has a lot of tough decisions. This is going to be the easiest one you ever made. And you, CM Punk, over the next two weeks, you are going to get no sleep. Because whether it's where you're prancing around in a WWE demanding respect, or whether it's the moments you spend at home, looking at yourself in the mirror, facing the music, your brain will be filled by three simple words. Feed me. More. Feed me 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 to Hell in a Cell 2012, all signs pointed towards John Cena versus CM Punk in a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE title. Uh, an injury to Cena changed Lowe's plans, though. Aiden, as the man arguing that Ryback should never have been WWE, well, should never have won the WWE title in the first place, does your argument encompass the fact that Ryback shouldn't have been in the match in the first place? Yeah, so... First of all, just to think to note is that with this booking, WWE has essentially booked themselves into a corner. They've got to mm. either sacrifice CM Punk, who is the WWE champion, or they've got to sacrifice Ryback, who at this point is 
on an undefeated streak. Something has to give here. But with the idea that going into the match that it's going to be CM Punk versus John Cena, 8, 9, 10, whatever it is, <laughs> um, that is a story that is continuing. But the whole idea is that with Ryback going into this match and the whole mm. plan being that it's meant to be CM Punk versus John Cena, it doesn't make sense to do the switch yet. As I mentioned the opening in like the opening mm. statement, it doesn't make sense mm. to make that switch. John Cena, um, The Rock is the ultimate money match that you're going to. And this next step which is meant to be the progression of that story. You shouldn't switch out that story just to basically fill in a short Ryback title win, basically. Uh, Matthew, you seem to be kind of uh, done with Cena and, and Punk by by this point, having been involved with each other at Raw 1000, SummerSlam, Night of Champions, heading into oh, the October dying. pay-per-view. As you were saying, you seemed quite happy to, to see them not face each other again. Yeah, especially when they weren't doing good booking. Dewey was very fond of doing these weird bookings for main event finishes, which was, well, we want to do this next month, so, um, oh, I don't know, maybe the monitor will explode in John Moxie's hands. <laughs> maybe, oh, it turned out the timekeeper was the son of one of the referees or whatever the bollocks happened that one time with Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. I can't remember, really. These type of weird non-finishes. And the one we'd just seen was CM Punk, and sorry, John Cena, German suplexed, CM Punk both shoulders were down referee counted three and CM Punk was supposed to be the heel because he refused to restart it and I was supposed mm. to boo CM Punk rather than John Cena John Cena did the move it's his fault he's a numpty in a doylem <laughs> and I'm supposed to care more about this feud it's gone they're just dragging it out because they've got nothing else um, when people say they're going towards Rock versus Cena 2 it's fair enough but I don't see why that necessarily needed the title. Why can these be two separate things? So I can mm. say this way the point it's coming from, but surely at this point, The Rock and Cena don't need that bloody title. The Rock was, uh, what was what was Rock doing in 2012? The Rundown. Something good. Oh, God. They made a bazillion Something. dollars at the box office. <laughs> he doesn't need a bloody <laughs> plastic belt around him. So Gina, John Cena's injury changed the plans. Yeah, it would have been fine doing the Hell in a Cell match and blowing it off. But no, in this period, no. There would have been something like the ghost of John Cena's granddad <laughs> came down to the ceiling and scared him and went, the safe is buried in the outhouse. And gone, Jesus Christ! And then one, two, three, roll up. Something bloody stupid would have happened. It wouldn't have been a proper finish. So I'm all right not seeing it. It's, that still sounds better than Brad Maddox low-blowing Ryback. Um, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get, we'll, we'll get to that. Um... Let's talk a bit about Ryback's build and where Ryback was at going into this uh, a couple of weeks beforehand, because as we said, they were holding off on Cena, trying to, uh, you know, giving him every chance to prove that he was going to be fit and able to compete at least in some form of, of match. Clearly that didn't happen. And then there was a segment on, uh, I think the Raw two weeks prior, Cena basically gave Ryback the rub saying, you know, Ryback's going to be the guy to take the title off you, Punk. Watch out. He's going to kick you all over hell in a cell. How significant was that moment, uh, Matthew? And then how much of a letdown was it when we didn't get the title change because of it? Well, John Cena going, go on, pal. We didn't want him for the Gipper. Uh, makes it so <laughs> people aren't going, no, we don't want right back. We want Cena. Cena's come out and gone, nah, mate, I'm packed. You idiot. Uh, great. Because then imagine if you had won it, the roar afterwards, he comes out and Cena's like, oh, you actually did it. Bloody hell. Oh, all right. Um, and then Ryback could be that. thank you for the opportunity. John Cena, want to wrestle me now for the WWE title? You know, I mean, all right, fine. 
Punkragon to Cena. No, you never beat me. You set Ryback on me. This is BS. And then I have the rematches there. So that would have worked. But yeah, I could see Cena taking any issues the crowd would have had against him and going, ah, I can't wait to see this match. Is going, okay, cool. That's it. All, all roads lead to Ryback City. <laughs> Ryback City tell. sounds like a terrible place to visit. It's just Burger King's. First thing I want to say is thank you. Thank you for helping me out last week. Had not been for you, I think. Punk, no doubt, would have put me to sleep, so to speak. But I wonder if you realize, I wonder if you realize what people are saying about you. They're saying that you're heartless, merciless. They're saying you're cold-blooded. You'd run through that proverbial brick wall to get what you wanted. That's what they're saying. They're saying that you, uh, you're unstoppable. You're the new king on the mountain. What do you say? Feed me punk. I'll take that under consideration. Aiden, you are very ad- you're very adamant that Ryback should not be winning the WWE title at Hell in a Cell, shouldn't be in a match in the first place. Can you at least admit that Ryback was getting a slow, seemingly quite well thought out build on the main roster and he was getting over? So I can't admit that he was getting... I don't necessarily it was well thought out. This is WWE booking we're talking about here. Um, so this would <laughs> sort of fall into things. But he is sort of getting a long, nice slow burn. Uh, I believe a few of the mid, like the Miz before this over the Intercontinental title. Never actually did a title match, but you're still getting that. He's looking dominant, and he is getting good reactions. Of course, people are chatting, Goldberg, feed me more. He's really good there. But one of the things I would argue is Ryback is not as big a draw as we might all think he is. I'm going to do a Dave Meltzer, and I'm going to check Ooh. my notes. Well, take take five minutes to answer a two-minute question. <laughs> yes. But, but <laughs> I'll, I'll do that as well. <laughs> My watch will beep off in a few minutes as well. <laughs> so w- one of the things I did is researching this as I went over the two, the prior two months, quarter hours of Monday Night Raw ratings. Ryback is involved in 11 segments during this. Only five of them gain viewers. Six of them lose viewers. And one of the quarter hours Ryback is involved in is actually the worst rated Raw segment in 15 years. And we're saying this guy should be WWE title, um, title. This guy should be WWE champion. Wait, what was the segment? The segment was, it was a promotional piece on Ryback doing a big promo on the go home raw bef- on the go home show raw before Hell in a Cell, building up this guy as Ryback. Does all these big muscly things, and people turn off at the very end of Raw. About um, the second to last segment. Oh. What was after that? Do you know the main event? Yeah, so the main event is Sheamus versus CM Punk in a Champions versus Champion Lumberjack match, and that gains one million viewers. It so gained a million viewers. Gained, gained a million viewers. A million people switched on. Oh, my God. A million people actually turned on to watch <laughs> just Sheamus versus CM Punk. It was... I've got, but, I've, but this is 2012. I, I mean, there was stuff like, you know, Deal or No Deal was on the other channel. <laughs> I, mean, stiff competition I didn't know there. Sheamus was such a draw. I know, Sheamus, massive draw. Sheamus, that big ginger beard. <laughs> It gained 1.058 million viewers. So, 
Wait, bro, a champion champion versus champion main events. Comparing to Ryback, hang on, hang on. It's been apples and oranges, isn't it? Oh, it's only the world champion versus the WWE champion. Headlining. A little insignificant match like that. Coming up next, the Brooklyn Brawl. God, who cares? (laughs) But, all right, fine. All right, it's not a ratings draw. Okay. Matthew, you look a little bit distraught that Aiden's gone into the ratings. Oh, God, I feel like Eric Bischoff now. Let's stay here three weeks. Ratings, ratings. <laughs> Let me tell you about Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the point, though. You are right. I'm not going to paint the picture that Ryback was super, super mega over. He was bubbling over. He was simmering like a big gammon ham in a pan. He's simmering for an opportunity like this. Uh Uh-oh, John Cena's bloody injured himself. Let's fill somebody. Here's somebody who hasn't had loads of losses and 50-50 booking. It's Ryback. It's something fresh. So, no, he wasn't devastatingly over, and he sure as hell wasn't over at the point of being (laughs) gaining the same amount of viewers as a champion versus champion main event. But that's the point. <laughs> they were building towards that. If you wanted an instant start, then they're knackered because that's not what they're going to get. No. But him winning the title would have probably helped him progressively get over and over as the weeks would go by. Unless he lost the scene immediately, but like I said beforehand, but I don't mind contradicting myself because I'm talking about anything I'm thinking of. But to me, the WWE <laughs> champion is the WWE champion. The WWE champion should be able to draw ratings. Most of, if not all of the time. In terms of Ryback sort of bubbling away, would you not just push it down a little bit further down the line? Where would you give him the WWE Championship? He doesn't have to win it at Hell in a Cell 2012. This, of course, goes... But then, I suppose the argument... Hang on. The the argument there, right? The, the, the argument there, Aiden, would be if he, he's in this match, you know, we can't change that, he's in the match. The argument is whether or not the booking should have been been different. With Ryback being in the match and then not winning, I think as Matthew rightly, I think as Matthew said, you know, I shouldn't say, right, say rightly. I shouldn't no, no, you go ahead, pal. You're the fire situation. Well, it's two against one, what am I supposed he, to do? He's my Brad Maddox. <laughs> 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 uh, um, once Ryback had been in that situation and, and lost he was never as as over and never as hot as he was in that moment yeah plus it's good to talk about oh I was the match of ratings draw before he won oh no the champion right now is CM Punk he definitely didn't go on the role as champion with that awful run he had in um, 08 followed by the run in 09 which did not draw ratings initially then did as he progressively did more and more stuff for Jeff Hardy just saying. Let's, okay, let's just sort of, like, in terms of comparison, because we're talking about a 38 match unbeaten run heading in, in, into Hell in a Cell. And I sort of went back through as much, you know, some of the, the names that came to mind thinking about other unbeaten runs prior to 2012, because we all know of the likes of your Rusevs and your Bray Wyatts coming into the, the WWE main roster after that time, coming up from NXT when some fans had an idea of them. The only name that I can really think of going into a WWE title match unbeaten as at that sort of level is going back 10 years prior and going to Brock Lesnar. Mm. Did WWE miss a trick here in, in creating a superstar by having Ryback not win this match? Ryback is not Brock Lesnar. He's better. He's much better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a shame we didn't get that much. Oh, I was about to say, that would have been incredible. Winner has to pay the bill at the buffet. 
<laughs> okay, that's that's maybe one to that a bit like Ryback at Helen Cell that that simmer. Um, yeah. Go, going into you know, you can't deny the fact that this is a, a bit of a panic move from from WWE because it. It never seemed like going into the uh, going into Hell of Cell, going into the end of the year, end of the year had Cena been fit and active and, and able to compete, that this would have been a situation Ryback would have found himself in. Um, it, it, WWE clearly had a long-term booking plan with Punk and, and Cena and The Rock. Matthew, in your opinion, when WWE happened upon Ryback in this whole situation, should that have long-term booking decision changed? Yeah, I'd say well, it depends what they wanted. Um, I think I think Aiden's done a good job here of explaining it, saying no, they had their eyes set on the prize, which was Cena versus Rock, and you know, especially I'm like, well, why would they need the title? They look at me like, so they can put the title on the Rock and go, look, the star of Jungle Cruise and Doom <laughs> and blah blah blah, blah um, is the champ, and it's like that to them is is worth more than a hundred Rybacks, and that, there's nothing I uh, can do to argue that point, but. Mm. If they wanted Ryback as a star, this would have been perfect. They sure as hell didn't mind treating CM Punk like dirt. Uh, they sure every year they had him, even when he was champ. So it wasn't like CM Punk's title reign was uh, turning heads right now. This was this was running on steam mm-hmm. at this point, rather than natural gas. So I'll still say yes. They could have done something like that. They could have thought after WrestleMania. But they're really so WrestleMania Central now. They're like, what do you mean after WrestleMania? Look, <laughs> man. We're all buying houses after WrestleMania. Who cares about that? So. Hey, the WWE seem to stumble from accidental star to accidental star these days. You know, aside from your mega stars, your John Cena's, your, your rocks almost. Um, where do you stand on this being a, is that, well, do you see this as a missed opportunity or do you hold fast with your belief that, you know, not only should Ryback never have been WWE champion, but he wasn't a main event player anyway. So for me at this point, Ryback shouldn't have been, so Ryback could have had a limited run in the main event scene, but I mm-hmm. don't think he should have been WWE champion, mm. particularly at this point when we're going into it. CM Punk, Matthew mentioned he was running on Steam. I don't think years I remember watching it at the time. Basically, just after I'd gotten back into wrestling, I purely got back into watch CM Punk. I thought his stuff with Heyman as a heel was really, really, really great. In terms of, what is it like? It's 343 days. It's 469 days. It's 434 days. I thought all that stuff was brilliant. And in terms of, I don't think we should really sacrifice that to actually get to Ryback yet. Matthew, as, as the man that says Ryback should have won the title that night, let's get into a bit of fancy booking here. How would you have done it? I'd have just had Ryback beat up CM Punk. CM Punk tried to escape. He cannot. Heyman throws in bolt cutters and like Ryback just either snaps them in half or eats them. I'll leave it up to Ryback. He can join this fantasy <laughs> booking. I'm sure he's been asked about a million times on podcasts and whatever. And just CM Punk running out of ideas. He can't GDS him because he's just too big. He's too full of, he's too full of whoppers. And just running out of options. That'd be a perfect storyline end. Oh, okay. I don't. I can't run. I can't cheat. I can't out-wrestle this dude. Cool. I'll, I'll, that, that, that's it then. Right back. 
Hook is defenseless. With puck up. Shell shock time. Right back marches around the ring. About to have a new champion, Michael. Shell shock and right back. I'm not going to sit here and pretend Ryback was an amazing wrestler, but guess what? Neither was Sid Vicious. <laughs> Neither was Brock's first year in a bit, if we're being honest. Um, mm. Main event with Rock. Uh, so I'm not that bothered about match quality. Match quality is for the dirt sheets with their lying ratings and their inconsiderations for the other thing that was on the other channel, which may be in a rerun of something that would have made me switch over, like Groundhog Day. Do you want to fight? <laughs> Should I want to be in 2012? I don't know what I was on in 2012. Yeah, while the answers, I'm going to have a look at yeah, TV you, shows from uh, 2012. You Google that. <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of losing, um, all I actually thought was the best way to do it was sort of steal a bit of what WWE do with Survivor Series. Debut The Shield a month early. In terms of Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose come in. All they do is they kick down the cage... They come in, decimate Ryback. It's, for, it's it's four on one. Ryback is not going to lose a lot by getting beat down by four men here. What they do, they take him up. They, they absolutely annihilate him. Kendo sticks, tables, ladders. Why not? We'll have ladders in there. Annihilate him, take him outside, put him through the announce table, throw him back in the ring. CM Punk pins him, one, two, three. Ryback has just been decimated. Crowd boos. Punk, he's just disgusting, despicable heel who can continue to glow about how long he's held on the WWE title. And in terms of then, what you can actually have is, what they basically did is when they went to TLC, when they had, uh, I think it was Ryback and Team Heldo against the three members of mm. the Shield, you could almost transition to Ryback doing that for a little while. Uh, that's not what I'm going to argue later in my fantasy booking, but <laughs> you, you could actually go and have them do that and basically take away from the WWE title picture and have... CM Punk then, by this point, Cena's recovered. You could have that match at Survivor Series and then basically mm -hmm. go back along as what they were trying to plan all along. You know what? I hadn't, for whatever reason, it hadn't even crossed my mind to bring the Shield in a month early. You know, in, in all the prep for this, and that's almost logical, Aiden. No wonder WWE didn't do it. Yeah, hmm. no. I've got no idea what they were doing at FCW or NXT at the time, but it couldn't have been that important, surely. This is a weird time for WWE and, and sort of coming out of Hell in the Cell and going into Survivor Series and TLC because then Punk gets injured going into TLC and he can't do that pay-per-view. And then you've got in the build-up Survivor Series, they're like, oh, we're going to have Team CM Punk versus Team Foley. No, we're not. We're going to put CM Punk against Ryback against John Cena. Uh, it was almost like they couldn't, they, they knew what a long-term goal was. They wanted to get to the Rock Cena at WrestleMania 29. Did they know what they wanted to do with Punk at that point? Maybe, maybe not. But everything in the middle was just, oh, we've got a show to put on. It was, it was, it was weird. It was, it was a really strange time. And I feel a bit like, yeah, yeah certainly the argument made that, that Ryback was, was a victim of, of that very long-term booking from WWE, but no focus on what they were doing week to week. Um, Matthew, Ryback never recovered from losing at Hell in a Cell. Um, what... What was your opinions of, of him as a character coming out of that and going into the rest of 2012 and, and into WrestleMania 29? Yeah, he was knackered. Uh, Brad Maddox did that thing that Brad Maddox did best. No, mm. not film certain people backstage. I mean, interfering <laughs> in the referee capacity, of which was never really expanded upon or didn't do anything. I don't think anyone's seen Brad Maddox in years. 
He might be dead and no one knows it. That's how low, low this man was. Now, what a complete waste of a run this was on an otherwise mm. attractive man. So after this run, Ryback is put in and John Cena's like, I am good to go. Ryback's like, me one title shot again. <laughs> and Punk's like, bloody hell, all right. So they have that match at Survivor Series. It was, it was, it was all right. It was nice that the, the Shield came in and beat up Cena and Punk got the win over him. Ryback did not taste defeat that night. Mm. He did It was not pinned. So they're like, all right, we still got something. So Ryback didn't officially lose in the triple threat. That's good. And then immediately forget about him and go, all right, we're well, never going to talk shot over again. You bum, go away. So they kept going with him. Uh, but like I said, they're laying foundations. They're trying to... It's Punk and Cena were both over enough at this period to warrant giving someone a push. Punk would have mm. lost nothing. Oh, he would have lost the title, but whatever. He would have lost nothing in his, his standing with the, the audience or his place in WWE if he'd lost to Ryback. The other things that Ryback couldn't beat were Modern Family, The Walking <laughs> Dead, and Season 2 of Game of Thrones, I ask you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I mean, season two of Game of Thrones, it was still really good back then. Season two of Game of Thrones was really good back then. The last yeah. three seasons, Ryback could have beat. <laughs> But the first five or so, nah, right back was losing. Do you not like season six? I enjoyed season six. Uh, that's when it was all right, and it just it was you, it was going the wrong way though. You could see yeah. there was a, a downward trend. Yeah, sometimes it takes a while for a big ship to turn itself, and that's that's at that point yeah. where the ship's turning, and then he's like, "Where are you going?" And the last thing he says, "Like, oh, that way." It's like when an asteroid. It's like when an asteroid's coming to Earth, but it's still quite far away, it's, and it just yeah. still looks like a, a quite a big star. Yeah, God, that star looks bright, and then you're like, "Oh no." <laughs> No. And you think it looks really pretty, but then chaos, yeah. absolute, and everything burns. That's uh, King's Landing. <laughs> yeah. Aiden, Ryback, as, what were your thoughts of Ryback in, in the same period? You know, he's still involved in the main event scene, but undoubtedly lost a little bit of that, uh, that aura. So 
he has definitely lost the aura at this point, especially um, as we go to WrestleMania 29 and he has this god-awful feud with Mark Henry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew just got off crying. <laughs> um, for, for me, like, w- w- without a doubt, WWE has botched Ryback with this. He's no longer got the same aura that he did have going into the match. But for me, R- Ryback is... He has qualities, he's over, he has some talent. But for me, he just doesn't have enough talent to be WD champion mm. at this point. Um, as Matthew has mentioned, sort of his promos are feed me more, Goldberg, I want John Cena, sort of aggressive, grumbly voice. For, for me, the WD champion, um, through this, for the period if he had been WD champion that he would have been going into, would have been expected to open Raw, um, almost do promos. He's almost not a typical WWE champion in terms of what he would have been asked to do. And I, I just don't think he would have had the talent to do that. There was undoubtedly qualities to Ryback that they could have. Mm. Um, they should have accentuated the positives about him in terms of that. At times, he does look like a monster. But for main event expectation for the WWE title scene, he's not quite, he's, he's not quite there for me. Um but going back to sort of what you were saying about Ryback during this period in itself, there are things that WD should have done that would have helped basically keep that all right. And we'll sort of go into that a bit later, I suppose. Uh, but I'll mm. that there. Ryback is just huge. We're looking to compare to Mark Henry. Mark Henry, a former world champion, 412 pounds. He told me he's not really that big. He said the camera had three <laughs> Sure. I want to sort of move on to what the end goal was for WWE here, which was WrestleMania 29. And we, we, we keep coming back to it. Their overarching plan from two years prior was two years of John Cena and The Rock. WrestleMania 28, you know, once in a lifetime. Oh, wait, no, it's not. WrestleMania 29, Cena, Rock, WWE title. Clearly had it in, in mind long before WrestleMania 28 itself happened. And the whole idea of this... Uh, this rematch was built around the redemption of John Cena after what was billed as the worst year of his life, getting divorced, losing to John Laurinaitis on pay-per-view. Oh, what a poor, poor man. But WrestleMania 29 on the whole, it was, you look at the big matches on that show, Cena Rock, CM Punk Undertaker. I think I'm right in saying Triple H, Brock Lesnar as well. These are all Fandango Jericho. Fandango Jericho, another huge match. But these are all rematches. None of these are first-time matches that we've we've seen. As I said, Cena Rock was at 28. Triple H Rock uh, SummerSlam the previous year. CM Punk Taker, yes, all right, this is best CM Punk in WWE, but we've, we've seen it a few years prior. There was an opportunity here to do something a little bit fresh and different that they didn't take. And I... I suppose a lot of fans, a lot of smart fans, would have found that a bit upsetting. I'm trying to think what the best match on that card was. It's got to be take on um, CM Punk. Apart, that yeah, the, excellent. Then after that, it's like, what else was on that bloody show? Well, that's it. I'm struggling to remember what else was on the... I think... That oh, gosh. The Shield was it Team Hell no? You've got Team Hell no against um, Dolph Ziggler and Big, Biggie Langston <laughs> then. That's right. Yeah. In the corner. That's right. You've got Shield against Randy Orton... Seamus and Big, Big Show. Big Show has his 69th heel turn, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He was grumpy about losing. Um, and I think you've got... Oh, the Miz beats Wade Barrett on the pre-show for the Intercontinental title. 
Yes, that's right. It didn't make the main show, did it? Um, should have checked this beforehand, really. Manager Ric Flair. Yeah, there we go. But it's not exactly, aside from your three big matches, it's not exactly a card that makes you go, obviously, right back, lost to Mark Henry. I mean, Christ, if we're talking about your one of your biggest, uh, not biggest stars, but a, star, a, a character that you're investing time in every week on Raw and SmackDown, he's beating slowly beating people going up the card and then he loses at WrestleMania 29 in another not good match to Mark Henry and can we the finish of that match is the worst finish of a match I think I've ever seen in my life how how I'm trying not to swear too much remind the audience what the finish was so Ryback gets Mark Henry up for the shell shot, but he can't hold him up because Mark Henry's a big boy. And he falls forward and Mark Henry lands on Ryback's head. And that's it. And that's that's the match. And, and then he gets up and then gives then gives him the shell shot. Yeah. I mean, I'm not wrong here, am I? That is the most amusing, bizarre disgraceful finish to a WrestleMania match. Well, maybe not ever, no, but it's wait, up there. Wait, breaking news. And then Ryback would turn heel and challenge John <laughs> Cena. Because God knows if I've just seen a man have Mark Henry land on his head at WrestleMania, I'll, I think you can take John Cena. I mean, absolute can... dog poo. I, I want to see the uh, the cut probe, like the cut vignette that never made it to air that shows Ryback got brain damage from that and, it, you know, it changed his character no and personality. Knows. Oh. It, oh, they just the whole what they had with Ryback was clearly on the verge of could have been something good they obviously decided not to do it which is their uh, prerogative it's their company but the way it went afterwards just felt really to the detriment of a character that was getting getting over so let's get into a little bit of fancy booking what everyone's been waiting for Matthew you say Ryback should have been WWE champion coming out of Hell in a Cell how are you booking King, a Ryback WWE title run going in, well, going from that and up until WrestleMania 29. I reckon the night after John Cena comes out and goes, my arm is better. So, like, wow, that's <laughs> great, Ryback. I'm so happy you're able to beat CM Punk. Uh, my arm's feeling all right. Uh, can we have a match? It's like, thank you, John. I appreciate the Ryback appreciates you coming out and giving him the common courtesy. Why is it the ultimate warrior? <laughs> Because he's, 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 he's just a, yelling he, and being dumb and fat. He's a less he's a less articulate version of the Hulk. That's right. Ryback, thank you. Thank you for putting believing in the Ryback. Crowd cheers, you know, yay. Okay. All Cena has to do is beat 38 people. Like I did. To get a title shot. Wait, what? <laughs> That's right. No, 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 no. Right, Ryback, I, I gave you this. I, I said, no, you didn't give the right back anything. Vince McMahon gave me it. <laughs> the people gave No, I, I, no, you, your arm was bad. Remember? All right, so you're not going to give me a towel shot? No, that would be. You've just lost to see a bug like 16 times in a row. <laughs> you get the 38 victories, and I'll give you a title shot. And then that's how we get there. John Cena. Wrestling on Raw. John Cena wrestling on SmackDown. Sunday Night Heat. Velocity. Until CM Punk... No. John Cena gets all his victories up onto the tally before that. And then somehow, you know, they ship all these matches in and Cena's just beating people left and right. And then he earns a title shot against Ryback. I'd say at Rumble. I don't think... I think someone else could have won Rumble that year. 
No. Yeah. Yeah, Cena sure. You know what? The Rock could have won the Rumble. <laughs> Cena over Ryback. They win back the title. So it's always awkward around that period because you need a world title match, but not like that big of a thing. So I'm mm. perfect for that. And then Rock coming back and actually winning it because that would have shut a lot of people up. We've been blown up, but oh well. Them's the breaks, Rock. And uh, yeah, that's how we get it and go, well, here we are. And then Mark Henry can just do whatever the hell he likes that doesn't involve Ryback. Nothing against that. Are you, are you telling me you're not booking Ryback versus Mark Henry at WrestleMania 29? No. No, I'm booking. Uh. I'm, I'm, t- I'm telling Triple H, move out of the way. I definitely have Brock versus Ryback. You think you're the next big thing. But I am Ryback and I am a big thing. I'm have, next. I would have interest. Who would you have him face before the Rumble? Like it's a virus he was in TLC. Who? Ryback? Yeah. CM Punk again. Probably just a rematch. Can't think of this, nothing. I'm going to be like WWE, not give me my, my, my best material to buy the series. <laughs> yeah, that, that would work. Yeah. Hey, I, can't think, hey, I can't think of well, think TLC, but give I think away, he's got an idea. So give, like, him, give him where WWE took Ryback following Hell in a Cell. He's not champion. He's still involved relatively in the, in the main, main event slash up and mid card. Is Ryback savable? Yes, and I'm going to tell you how. Ooh. One, thing, Ooh. one thing that we didn't mention, uh, I believe we didn't mention it anywhere, we're talking about WrestleMania 29, is the World Heavyweight title match on that card is Jack Swagger versus Alberto Del Rio. Oh, yeah. And I think it went eight minutes, Christ. and it was rubbish. <laughs> I forgot it was a thing. Exactly. Yeah. We all forgot it happened. I remembered halfway through thinking, oh my God, that match is on the card. So... In my mind, Ryback shouldn't have been WWE um, champion, but the World Heavyweight title picture at this time isn't up to a lot. Like We've all said how we really enjoyed Sheamus versus Big Show as a match, but all the, like, the end game there was to get to an Alberto Del Rio t- um, title range. We get the Royal Rumble. Um, actually, the week beforehand, then you get the Royal Rumble for the rematch. Um, but mm. I think the best way to rehab Ryback is fair enough, he's not WWE champion, but we'll give him the World Heavyweight Championship. I'd still have Big Show beat Sheamus and Hell in a Cell. Survivor Series comes along. Ryback hits a mid-rope shell shock on Big Show. You get none of this way. You can't hold on. Big Show collapses on him. None of that rubbish. Wins the, um, wins the World Heavyweight Championship. And then I was thinking, how can you get Ryback still as a strong carried out to WrestleMania? So as we know, Ryback gets good crowd reactions. He may not be a ratings draw as much as we want him to be, but... We can actually help build that up as with him as world heavyweight champion. Give a big spotlight spot on SmackDown. So I thought, what what's a way to play into this? And I thought, Wade Barrett. Uh, fair enough, Ryback's not massively involved with the next six in terms of like being spotlighted or anything like that. But have Wade Barrett actually feud with Ryback um, at TLC and then into the Royal Rumble. Um, that'll basically help build him up. Don't have him do anything at Elimination Chair because he doesn't need it. But Randy Orton's not up to much at WrestleMania. And Randy Orton at this point is, I think, he's, he's a multi-time world champion, not sure how many it was. But you've got Randy Orton not doing a lot. And what better way to help Ryback continue this rise as world heavyweight champion than have Ryback beat him at WrestleMania 29, which would have been a fresh matchup and a lot more interesting card on that show. So my whole idea was have Ryback be World Heavyweight Champion go on this nice long reign, actually through WrestleMania 29 until Dolph Ziggler cashes in on him and becomes this big, despicable, dirty heel champion and then eventually down the line Ziggler can be 
Dude, baby face. Matthew, are you sold on a Ryback Orton match at WrestleMania 29? Oh, yeah, to cure my insomnia. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think they would have let Randy Orton look bad towards Ryback. They would have never allowed anyone to look good over Randy Orton in the last, like, six years, seven, eight, we couldn't, ten, ten years even, I think. Uh, so I like Aiden's idea up until the point where he goes, Dolph Ziggler will cash in as it'd be a big bad dude. Nothing was going to make Dolph a bad dude at that point. The crowd loved him. They couldn't wait for him to show up. That bloody awful WrestleMania match. Thank you for reminding us of uh, Jack Swagger versus Del Rio. <laughs> uh, yeah, they couldn't wait for Dolph to cash it in and do his thing. And he did that the next day at Monday, at Monday Night Raw and the crowd went banana. It's a nice idea, isn't it? Think of Ryback as the champ who can't be, be beaten. Because I like the idea of my, my big, dumb, simple Ryback who doesn't think he's a bad guy. Going around, he's not. He's not going. I don't like any of you people. It's just like, no, you, you win thirty-eight matches. Then I, then you get title. <laughs> right back to heel by logic. That's right. Of right back and men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We, we are we are starting to to run out of time. Oh my goodness me. Um, so let's get to our our closing arguments. I suppose the the first thing to ask is, have either of you been? swayed at all by your opposition's uh, incredible debating technique. I'll say a little bit because as much as I want to go, the crowd will go crazy for Ryback and all of that. Yeah. Well, not everybody was, were they? Uh, Cutting those ratings. I wasn't aware of how bad a draw he was. So, yeah. I mean, um, what if what if there hadn't been a really good episode of Orange is the New Black on the other show? <laughs> what, what happened if that had been a thing that right, the ratings had gone up? I don't know. But maybe they had an effect, and if they did, it's hard to blame them for changing their minds if those ratings were like that. So I think Aiden's done a good job of that. In terms of me, I would say a little bit. I actually really like Matthew's idea of Ryback being, uh, making Cena go in this 38 match. Basically, he has to go in this 38 match winning streak while Ryback sort of lords over him with the WWE title. Mm. Um, <laughs> in terms of mentioning ratings, putting Cena wrestling every week, he's a ratings draw. Big match, John. Look at the US title um, challenges that you had in 2015. Big ratings draws. Um, so I, I, thinking about it, I would have quite liked to have seen it. But overall, I think I would have preferred just CM Punk to continue with the title um, until he gets to the Royal Rumble. Well, I think we have uh, reached the, the end of our second episode of The Motion. This has been us debating the Ryback WWE Championship match with CM Punk at Hell in a Cell. 2012 what do you think are you with Matthew are you with Aiden you can let us know on social media let them know on their own personal feeds don't clog up our cultaholic one Matthew where can our listeners find you sir I'll be at uh, at Ryback TV on Twitter um, eat food uh, do press ups read that book that he had in 2014 I really got that bit to be honest with you and then after that go follow at Mafu Greg M-A-F-F-E-W-G-R-E-G-G and Aidan where can the listeners and ardent believers that CM Punk is the lord of 2012 WWE find you so if they want to find out about rubbish political takes and my football knowledge of Newcastle United they can follow me <laughs> at Aidan Gibbons 3 um, I was originally Aidan Gibbons 2 but my account got Ooh. hacked in like 2013 in Aiden Gibbons oh. 1 is some mystery to me so I'll be the third Aiden Gibbons if they're ever looking for us if you currently own the Twitter account at Aiden Gibbons 2 please return it to its rightful owner get in touch at Aiden Gibbons 3 oh. you can find me you Mitch Wadden at Mitch Wadden <laughs> you have to defeat <laughs> other, other humans <laughs> 
38 Aidens <laughs> until I give that back, Aiden. <laughs> right back versus Aiden Gibbons in a Twitter handle on a poll match right. at WrestleMania that 29. That got taken. Pumping up now. Oh, that's it. Oh, well. <laughs> pump it, Aiden. Pump it to the end. Thank you so much for joining us here on the motion. Join us for episode three next month. We'll see you all very, very soon. 